Welcome to the Farming Without the Bank podcast, the show with a no BS approach to money. Hosted by a farm strategy expert and authorized IBC practitioner. Join us as we get real and expose the flaws of traditional financial institutions in order to help farmers take control of their finances, create peace of mind, grow their wealth, and leave a legacy. Now, here's your host, Mary Jo Ehrman. Hello there, and welcome to today's podcast. We are going to talk about why we use dividend-paying whole life insurance to teach the infinite banking concept, which is what we do and what we use for farming without the bank. And so a lot of people think that it is the farming without the bank concept, and as much as I love that idea... That is not what it is. Farming Without the Bank is just a book that's going to tell you about how to use the infinite banking concept for farmers. And so I am not going to take the spotlight, let's say, and um, overshine R. Nelson Nash. So if you missed our last episode, R. Nelson Nash is the founder of the infinite banking concept, and he was my mentor for nine years teaching me the concept that I brought to you, the farmer. And in that concept, Nelson teaches us to use dividend-paying whole life insurance. And so the last episode, we talked about what infinite banking was. And so today, I want to talk to you a little bit about why we use this life insurance. And so before we even start, I just want to set the record straight that Everybody thinks they have whole life insurance, but not everybody has whole life insurance. And so, and I shouldn't use the word everybody, that's a pretty general term, but people that have life insurance that is a permanent product believe that they have whole life insurance because there are a lot of advisors, a lot of life insurance agents out there who believe that they are selling somebody whole life insurance and they use the incorrect terminology. So if you're listening to this and you believe that you have whole life insurance, I highly encourage you to go home if you're in the tractor or out driving around or whatever. I encourage you to dig in that file and look at the top of your life insurance policy and see what it says. There are only two kinds of life insurance. There is term and there is permanent Term insurance is obviously just for a short period of time. So let's say that you've got a 10-year term or 20- or 30-year term, that's going to run out. But if you have permanent insurance, it is intended to go your entire life. Intended to go your entire life. So whole life, dividend-paying whole life, will go your entire life. Universal life, variable life, indexed and a mixture of those last three will most likely not last your entire life. They are a permanent product and they have cash value, but that does not mean that they are a whole life product. It just means they're permanent life, they are tied to the stock market, and the the return of the market generates the premium. Typically, you are sold a premium as if you're going to Walmart Because guess what? When you went in to buy life insurance, that's what you wanted. Because that's what everybody teaches you to have. Don't overpay those life insurance companies. And so you underfunded the policy, which means you did not pay enough premium. The market should make up the rest, and it doesn't. 
So what happens is eventually they take money from cash value, which goes to supplement what you're not paying, what the market did not make, and those policies will lapse before you die in most cases. And so we are seeing a lot of companies being sued for that. We are seeing places like New York, who they actually have a warning on their website about universal life products. And so when Nelson wrote his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, and started teaching the infinite banking concept, he has in his book, do not buy these products. Use dividend-paying whole life. Dividend-paying whole life means it's with the mutual company. So you always want to use a mutual company that pays dividends because now you get a share of that dividend when the company makes money. Because if you write a life insurance policy with me, guess what? You and I are in business together. We own part of this company. And Nelson refers to the life insurance company as your new bank and you being part owner of the bank. That is why we use dividend-paying whole life because we want a share of the profit. We don't want to just always work for somebody else. We want a share of that profit. And with dividend-paying whole life, we can have that share. These companies are extremely stable. The majority of mutual companies have been around far more than 100 years. The companies that I work with are close to 140, over 140 years. There are some companies out there at 150 years. Just because it is a mutual company does not mean it is always a correct company to use based on the flexibility of payment. So when we're using whole life insurance, we have some flexibility of payment. We can put a rider on the policy that will allow us to have instant cash value, that will allow us to have a faster cash value growth. So for those of you that have read my book, you can see that we break even in year seven or eight for a non-tobacco user. If you're a tobacco user, I'm going to say probably closer to year 15, um, but we can still do it. It's just going just gonna to be a little bit longer because of the tobacco use. However, we have the flexibility with that rider to be able to have instant access to cash. A lot of people are under the assumption that whole life is an expensive product and we don't have access to cash right away. Well, if we don't have access to cash, we shouldn't buy it because it's a bad product. And it's not a bad product. It's just a longer process to get access to that cash. It's still a great policy. I run across a lot of people that have good traditional whole life insurance. They've got cash value and they don't even know that they could use it. And so they read the book and then they call and then we start using that policy. And I try to help them along the way. Now, they were putting small premiums in because that's what they were taught to do. So in addition, we probably will start another life insurance policy. But at the end of the day, great policy. Use it. Don't ever cancel it. Don't let somebody talk you out of it. I just talked to a couple the other day, and her dad had a whole life insurance policy, and he canceled it. Canceled it. Why would you want to cancel it and then you have to pay tax on any of the growth when you can just borrow against it income tax free? So that's kind of silly, but there are people out there giving that advice. Cancel that policy. You don't need it. You're debt free. What do you need that life insurance policy for? My question is, why would you not need that life insurance policy? You've already paid into it for maybe 30, 40, 50 years. 
why would you cancel it? You put a bunch of money there. Yeah, you can get the cash value out, but my gosh, you're buying death benefit for pennies on the dollar. Why would you cancel something like that? That doesn't make any sense, especially when a traditional whole life takes that long to really maybe get going. So let's use it. Let's keep it going. Why would we stop increasing the value of that when we don't have to? And so that is why, that is a big reason why we use dividend paying whole life. In addition, probably the biggest reason is because we have liquidity control and guarantees. If we have money at the bank, it's a little bit liquid, right? We can go into a savings account and we can get it whenever we want. But we don't have any guarantee that that money is going to grow unconditionally. So in a whole life insurance policy, we have a guarantee that we can borrow against our money and we can still earn interest on it while it's being borrowed against. So we have uninterrupted compound interest, but we have liquidity of it. If we put that money in a CD that returns a little bit better interest rate right now, I talked to somebody, they're getting two and a half percent. Wow, banks are really coming back up with that interest. And so you can get two and a half percent at the bank on a CD, and then you can go to the bank and borrow money from the bank and use that CD as collateral. So you have uninterrupted compound interest, but that CD is not liquid anymore. You can't have access to that money. When we start putting money into a dividend paying whole life insurance policy that's structured correctly, guess what? We have access to money in seven to 10 days. Some companies, 30 days company that I use, seven to 10 days. So we're putting money to cash value. 75% of your premium is going to go to cash value and it's going to be liquid. So you have control of it. You can use it for operating. You can use it for to buy seed, feed, chemical, fertilizer. I don't care if you go on vacation with it. It doesn't matter to me. It's not my money. It's your money and it's your liquid money and you can use it for whenever, whatever you want. You can pay it back whenever you want because we have control of that money. We have control of the payback. We have control of what we use it for. The life insurance company does not care. They're a really nice bank. They're not going to ask you what you're going to use that money for. They're not going to ask you when you pay it back because they're going to have death benefit as collateral to that loan. So there's some guarantees on the life insurance company side that you're going to die. You're going to die. That's a guarantee. Nobody is going to live forever. So now the life insurance company has a death benefit as collateral to your loan. So you can pay it back however you want. You just have to be honest Like we talked about in the last episode, it's not free money. You just have to be an honest banker and you have to pay yourself back. You can't just take free money and run. During your life, while you're still operating your farm or ranch, whatever it is you're farming and ranching, that's what you, you should pay that back. At retirement, that's a whole different strategy. But during your working years, we're gonna wanna see the ins and the outs there. Okay, but you also have the guarantees that that policy is going to grow at a guaranteed rate. Now, the dividends are not guaranteed, but the majority of these mutual companies have paid dividends for well over 110 years. So why would we be led to believe that they're going to stop paying? Most likely they're not. So it is a 
absolutely fantastic tool that we can use to grow our wealth, borrow against it, have income tax-free benefits, and then leave a legacy to the next generation with the death benefit. And that is a huge piece that we are missing inside of the farming industry right now. Estate planners are not including whole life insurance in the estate plan. They might put some term in there because it's cheap. They might put a universal life policy in there because they don't know better. And then those policies collapse and somebody isn't going to get any life insurance. So is there a better tool? I don't know of one. If you know of one, please email me, message me on Facebook, let me know of a better tool than life insurance where you can have access to your money while you're alive to use it. And then upon your death, your heirs get a death benefit that you bought at a discounted dollar. If you can pay 40 cents for every dollar a death benefit that goes to your heirs income tax-free, don't you think that will make it easier for them to farm? They might want to stay on the farm. What could have it done for you had somebody done that for you? Somebody has to start that process. Why not you? However, it is a great tool to leave a legacy. The legacy does not have to be cash. The legacy is the farm that you work so hard to build. So why not leave this amazing legacy for your children or whomever is going to take over your operation, leave this great legacy for them that they have an opportunity to expand. They have an opportunity to take over all the operating costs, whatever it might be they have a great opportunity. And so why in this concept of infinite banking are we using whole life? Because of all that awesomeness. And let me tell you, let me just be very frank. I was pretty sure the people that shared this with me were going to jail. I was almost certain. I was, I was really torn. I was excited and I was thinking, oh my God, this is amazing. I hope that this is true, but I'm pretty sure these people are going to jail. Holy cow, if if this was really true, why didn't I know about it? And so instead of just saying, yeah, okay, whatever, and walking away, I dived in deep and read five books in six weeks. I could not get enough. And I thought, well, my goodness, if people are writing books about it, it must be true, right? I mean, Otherwise, they'd be in jail and they have these books out there. But these books you can't buy at Barnes & Noble. You have to buy them from the people directly. So it still could be a scam because nobody's got their books on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And even 10 years ago, I don't even know if I had Amazon. Let's be honest. That's that that we've come a long way in 10 years with Amazon. (laughs) Anyway, I read all these books took my life insurance exam and thought, I'm teaching this stuff. This is absolutely crazy. And then I was still leery. I was still leery for about six months until I really saw it working. And it is absolutely 100% true. You can go to your insurance website for your state and you can see you can borrow against cash value. You can see what these whole life insurance policies are. You can see all of that. It is a true 
statement. You can use life insurance. It's a fact. You can do it. However, you have to do it correctly. And Nelson talks about in the book that it needs to be dividend paying whole life. And I have seen hundreds of bad policies. I have seen far more bad policies than I've seen good policies. And I've seen bad policies with good companies. And I don't want to name any names because I'd probably get in trouble. I don't like getting in trouble. However, there are good mutual companies out there that are over 100 years old selling shitty universal life policies. It is unbelievable to me. They have an amazing whole life product And people come to me and they have a horrid, horrid permanent product, regardless if it's universal or variable, and it's fallen apart on them and nobody has reached out to them. Nobody has talked to them because most life insurance agents don't survive in this industry past a year or two. So they sell all their friends and family a policy and then they go on and go someplace else. And now you don't even know who's servicing your policy. And so make sure you have the right kind of life insurance. And I do it all the time. And I look at life insurance policies for people. If it's a great policy, kudos to your agent. I've seen them. Fantastic. High five to your agent. If they're not good policies, I'm going to tell you they're not good. If they're good, I'm going to tell you they're good. But if you want a third-party perspective, let me know. I just did this for a friend of mine a few months back, and she didn't she doesn't love her life insurance. She does not love it. She looks at it as an expense. They have a ton of money in there and they've had it for a long time and they were sold amazing policies. They weren't structured for cash value growth, but they were sold amazing policies 20 plus years ago. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome. And her she still has her agent and everything is good with her. It does not happen that often. But I am happy to do that. And no, I do not charge for that. That is just something that I just don't want you to be sitting out there with the wrong kind of policy. I don't want you to get close to death and go, oh, guess what? Now I got a letter in the mail and my premium is going to be $20,000 a year or my premium is going to be $100,000 a year. I've seen those policies. So don't get stuck in that situation. Make sure that you have the right kind of policy. Understand why we use dividend paying whole life with the infinite banking concept. They go hand in hand and it all has to be done correctly. That is, again, why you want to use a certified infinite banking practitioner, which I am, in order to set these up correctly, in order to understand the concept and understand what we're trying to do inside the policy. Not just anybody can do that. It's nice that they think that they can, but they can't because who are they hurting in the end? You, and it's your money. I've had two people come to me just recently who have friends and family that sell life insurance, but they said, it's my money. I wanna make sure that it's done correctly. And Kudos to them, because that is not an easy thing to do, to say, you know what, this is important to me, and I need to make sure that I'm working with a practitioner, a certified practitioner that understands farming, that understands infinite banking. So there you go. I kind of get on my soapbox a little bit sometimes, guys. So just bear with me. Bear with me. This is one of my little soapboxes because it really, really affects me when I see a bad policy 
for somebody that is, the policy is falling apart, for somebody that is uninsurable and doesn't have the money for more life insurance. That is not a good day in my books because I have to be the bearer of bad news and tell them that they're going to have to die. I don't want them to die, and I hope that they live forever. But in order for this policy to pay out, this is the day. You have to be 70 years old. After that, it's not going to be there. And a lot of times it tells you that right on the policy. So make sure if you are using the concept that you are using dividend paying whole life, that it is set up correctly, and that you have a certified practitioner. If you have not gotten my book, you can do that at farmingwithoutthebank.com. You can get Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, on farmingwithoutthebank.com as well. So I hope that this enlightened you a little bit about why we use whole life insurance, what the difference between different life insurance is. Um, If you have questions or need help, you know where to find me. You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Farming Without the Bank podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to take control of your finances in new ways. Don't forget to check out our website, farmingwithoutthebank.com, and engage with us on our Facebook page, Farming Without the Bank. Join us next week as we smash more financial myths and empower you to accomplish your financial goals. Like the sound of Farming Without the Bank podcast? My audio production is provided by Podsworth Media. Check them out at podsworth.com.